Hi, I'm Deborah Ann Sweezy, and today's show, Brave to Bold, is being brought to you by Joe Young of Fashion Fix. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm a wardrobe paramedic. I have the remedy for your fashion fever. Whether you need some styling therapy or just have an addiction for beautiful clothes, call to make your appointment for a personal shopping experience in the boutique and get your fashion fix today. Make sure you give Joe a call today. Her number is 520-979-1416. Again, that's 520-979-1416. You will be glad you did. Today's program is Brave to Bold, and I'm Deborah Ann Sweezy. This program is to empower and enlighten your life along your journey. Today, my guest is Sarah Hott. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Deborah Ann. I'm happy to be here. Sarah is a police officer for Tucson Police Force. She's been with them for 10 years. And during this time, Sarah has seen a huge need in a holistic care facility. So Sarah is going to share with us today why and how she became the founder of Beauty for Ashes Ranch. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about while you were a police officer, what you saw and what triggered this into your heart. All right, thank you. Well, during my tenure in the police department, I worked in the human trafficking unit. And during that time, I saw a huge need for a long-term holistic care facility for victims of sex trafficking because there's a huge shortage in facilities that serve the needs of these girls. As law enforcement, when we rescue them out of their situation, if we don't have anywhere to send them, a lot of times they don't have a good home life. They're in the foster care system. If we don't have a good long-term holistic care facility to send them to heal, from all the traumas that they faced, then they end up right back in that life. So the goal of Beauty for Massage Ranch is to provide that facility, to provide that long-term care with a variety of therapeutic programs with horses, you know, gardening, art, music, obviously counseling, education, job training, everything they need to equip them to re-enter society with a renewed hope and drive for life. Oh my goodness, Sarah, what a vision. That is so exciting. And were you raised with horses? Is that how you knew the helping hand that horses could help heal? I was. I grew up. I've been riding horses since I was a toddler. So I know the healing powers that come from having a horse. And I also, you know, I've had a survivor approach me and tell me that they also had horses that helped them heal and it helped them to learn how to trust people and talk to people because he could talk to and trust his horse. (laughs) Oh, that is so true. And the good thing is that we're using it now for what you're doing. And then also men that have come back from war, they're using horses as well. But your focus is going to be for young girls and that's just a win-win situation, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) And so I think that before we went on the air that we talked a little bit about how you were raised in 4-H and how that helped you to become who you are. It really did. It gave me a lot of, you know, it taught me responsibility and to care about other people and other animals and just really 
provided a solid base for the person I've become today. So Sarah, tell us where you are in this dream. Give us a vision of what you have accomplished so far. Okay. Well, we just started this last year. We achieved our 501c3 status back in June. That was really exciting. Our next fundraiser is February 18th. It's sponsored by Fashion Fixed by Joe and Reflections at the Buttes. That's which is where it's going to be held. We will have first responders as the models fashioning off the wonderful designs and clothes of Fashion Fixed by Joe. And we have a lot of amazing art pieces that have been donated. You can follow us on Facebook to see some of those art pieces that will be there. So I'm really excited about it, and it's going to be a really neat event. I think that is so exciting, and I'm helping as well with the fashion show, so I'm honored to have been included. And what I think is so cool, double cool, is that people are willing to just donate things to you because they are coming on board with this idea that you have to help these young women that are hopeless. And so the Buttes has stepped up, and Joe has stepped up, up and so many people are donating their art they're stepping up so truly it's exciting to be a part of this with you it really is I have been so amazingly blessed by the people that the Lord has brought me through beauty from ashes ranch and I'm just amazed you know when I first started this I felt really ill-equipped to start it but the Lord just kept encouraging me telling me that he was going to equip me and he has he keeps bringing me just amazing, amazing people to work with and to help me further and build the ranch. It's been great. Sarah, you just mentioned that the Lord has guided you the entire way, and the name Beauty for Ashes is so descriptive. Could you tell us what verse that you got that from and how it came to be? Yeah, um, so it's from Isaiah 61, 3. To give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. I, I got together all my family and some friends and definitely wanted the name to be scriptural based because it is going to be a faith-based program. And we came up with Isaiah 61.3, and we just thought it was very fitting for, you know, what these girls are coming through, all the traumas that they've suffered, and just the hope and the joy that the Lord can bring to a person's life. And it's, you know, that's how we came up with Beauty for Matches. And certainly he is the one, the Lord is the one that can bring them from such a place of despair to a beautiful, beautiful ranch filled with love and, of course, horses and those that care about them. So I love the name and it's just it speaks volumes for what you're trying to do. Sarah, help us understand what is it that gets these young girls involved but they can't seem to get away can you help us understand that the mental psychology there you know it's really hard to explain it but these girls they don't come from a good home life you know a, a large majority of them have abusive pasts and so abuse of some kind is in their background is what you're saying right correct and they, a lot of them are in the foster care home system. And they don't have a sense of family or home. And they go looking for love in all the wrong places. And these pimps, they 
know exactly how to target these girls. They manipulate them. A lot of them, there is a type of pimp called the boyfriend pimp, and they give you the, the romantic experience where they, these girls ultimately fall in love with them and think that they're doing these acts for love and for to provide for their quote-unquote family. Not only that, they also threaten violence. They threaten to kill their families, to kill them. And so the girls are afraid to speak out or ask for help. And so it's a very, very vicious cycle of mental and emotional trauma that they go through. And they need a place of escape, a refuge, to give them hope and healing to get them out of their situation. That is so cruel, but it's true. And I never knew anyone, but I've heard the stories of the interviews that I've done before. But as I was coming home from Christmas vacation, the Lord planted a person sitting beside me that was trying to escape. And she did not get her last fix of heroin before she got on the plane. And literally, she was having withdrawals beside me for four hours Mm -hmm. and 30 minutes. And she was so afraid to tell anyone where she lived, her name, anything, because of the fear that was implanted in her. So I guess God gave me that option, that experience, so I could feel what you're trying to do for these young girls that literally are in fear and have no place to go. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that is, you know, it was interesting that you mentioned that they also use, you know, getting them hooked on heroin and drugs as a way to keep them connected and hooked yeah up, and know. coming back for more because right. they're so hooked right. that they have nowhere to go except to get that next fix right, exactly. and this young lady sitting beside me just told me over and over I hate myself I hate myself I used to be a school teacher but I'm no longer that because I'm so addicted to this lifestyle so I was Oh, my goodness. I I didn't know how to help her except truly to pray for her. And it was an amazing, amazing experience. So tell us about your vision for the ranch to give these girls places, refuge to heal and give us a vision of that. Well, I really want to build this facility to where it's just a place of escape. I don't want it to be... Uh, clinical. I want it to be a home. So we're going to have house parents and it's going to be, you know, in a gorgeous ranch setting. You can see on our website or Facebook page that some of the pictures. We have a 10-year lease to buy agreement with, with the land, with the owner. And so I could start building tomorrow if I have the funds to do it. So I'm really excited about that and I can't wait to, to break ground uh, we're hoping to break ground, hopefully by 2019, 2020, and be operational soon after that. I really want to just provide them all the advantages that they can have to succeed in life and to get out of the habits in the life that they're in right now. And I would really, truly believe that therapeutic programs of you know horses, animals, gardening, art, music, all of those, including and obviously counseling and just giving them the education and the job training they need 
to succeed in life. I just really believe that this can be an amazing thing for these girls, and I'm excited to get it going. Well, obviously, God has definitely spurred you on and put the fire in your heart. It's clear to see on your face and opening up so many doors for you. So, Sarah, tell us, how much money do you need before you are going to break ground? You know, to build the house, uh, we've estimated the house to be about $800,000. We've set our goal for $2 million to, you know, purchase the property, build an equine facility, build a multi-purpose facility to do their education. And so, yeah, so startup costs, we're looking at $2 million to get started. And then obviously we'll need continued donations from there in order to keep it running. And I plan on doing that through obviously personal, you know, donations, but also through government funding and grant programs. There is so much to it, Sarah, to get going. I mean, $2 million sounds like a lot, but it's truly nothing for God and his workmanship and the hearts of people. It, it really is nothing for God. Like, I know that he's given me a vision for this, and I know, have no doubt that he will see it through and he will bring the money in. That is so true, and it's going to be so exciting to watch this develop and see God's hand on it. And so I hope you'll continue to come back over and over to give us updates on that. And truly, your life has been brave and stepping into bold. Would you not agree? Oh, absolutely. This is uh, very far outside my comfort zone. I'm, I'm usually a very quiet, reserved person, but the Lord is definitely stretching me and growing me in this area and just giving me the strength to do what he's called me to do. <laughs> I would certainly agree with that. That's always God's intention. He doesn't let us sit alone no, very he often. <laughs> he always makes us move and stretch and grow and show us what he, his picture of us for a complete person. So, Sarah, tell us, how can we help? Give the listening audience some ideas as to how they can help you. Okay. Well, you can start by coming to our fundraiser February 18th. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be at a beautiful venue and it's just going to be a really fun night of with the fashion show and the art auction. We have a lot of great pieces donated. And then if you feel led and called to help with donations, then you know right now it's just we're fundraising and getting the money going to to break ground and get it started. Okay, would they best go to your Facebook page or how would they best donate? You can go to our Facebook page. The donate button will link you to our website at beautyformashesranch.org, or you can just go directly to the website. Okay, so that sounds exciting, and we're going to follow you on Facebook with the fashion show and then continue to see you break ground. What if we do it sooner? What if the Lord brings in the money sooner? What about that idea? Uh, I'll be ready for it. We're getting the architectural plans together for the house and we are working towards getting the builders to build it. So I'm excited and I know, you know, I was reading a verse this morning that God does everything in his timing and he will establish his vision in his timing and I have no doubt that we'll be ready for it. <laughs> How does it make you feel in one word to know that God is using you to this extent? blessed. <laughs> very, very blessed. When God uses me, like with 
beside the lady on the airplane. She kept asking me through her, just could not sit still. She had to stand up, sit down, sit down, stand up. She had me scratching her back, hitting her legs. Mm. Uh, she was sweating. I was fanning her with the fan. And then she said, why are you so nice to me? And I just said, God has me sitting here beside you mm -hmm. I, for a reason. And when God does use us, I think there is no greater feeling in the world. Would you agree? I absolutely 100% agree. And he definitely placed you in that chair next to her to help serve her in that moment. You might have not felt that you were helping her, but you were. And, and it's really sad and unfortunate to see the effects you know heroin only takes one time one use to become addicted to it and I'm so thankful that he put you there to serve her that day. Well, I am too, and I'm so thankful to get to know you so we can all pile our talents in together for Beauties for Ashes Ranch. So may God bless you richly, my darling, and would you come again? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye.